What's going on, everyone? What's going on? Hello out there in the internet world. Hello, <laughs> Hello internet. Carbonate yeah. Bounty BS with me and the nerds. How's everyone doing today? Good, Great. good, good. Feeling Great. particularly nerdy. For sure, for sure. And um, definitely, uh, yeah, what a what a way to start the week off, right? What a, I mean, this, this kind of made my, this made my season really good. <laughs> you know, finally, finally, as me and DP talked about, we got what we wanted out of the trailer. You know, we finally, it's finally delivered. It's taken seven weeks, but hey, I'm, it's worth the wait to me. So before we even dive into today's episode, let's let DP let you guys know where to find us at. Nerdcyclopedia.com, people, your favorite website. You get all your favorite social media platforms on there, like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and also TikTok. We're at Nerdcyclopedia, so make sure you are following us. If you are listening to us on podcasts, we are on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast, we are there. If you're watching us on YouTube, thank you. Hit that subscribe button, also hit that notification button, so anytime that we're on, you know that we're on. If you're watching us on Facebook, thank you as well. Join up for our Carbonite Bounty, Bounty, uh, Bounty BS or Star Wars group. You get all your favorite memes, all your favorite conversations as far as, you know, this week's episode and every episode of anything Star Wars, you know, uh, movies, TV shows, anything, you know, um, related to Star Wars. Um, leave us some feedback. Nurse at NurseIQP.com. We love getting that feedback. And also make sure that you tell your friends. Tell your friends, all your friends to our channel. (laughs) Your friends. (laughs) Palpy. As we said, yeah, what a what a way to kind of to kick off this. You know, we can call it a two part ending, but uh, man, what a way to kick off these last two episodes. I mean, I I told you, Ken, about wearing the helmet today. I had a. I mean, I know how it ends, but I wanted to give you guys, you know, I gave you guys a little, what was that, Monday or, was that Saturday? Yeah. Sunday. Gave you guys a little little teaser there, but uh, yeah, interesting, um, interesting, interesting episode. We'll start with you this week, Ken. What were your thoughts? So they're, they're doing, they're doing it. They're doing perfect job of, of actually saving the post trilogy because they're starting to tie in things to this and it's making sense now. So I really loved Moff Gideon. Like, I'm oh, a fan. Man. I'm a oh, fan. He's really channeling some Vader. Like, legit. So the opening scene uh, with his, uh, I forget what her name is, but I'm sure we're going we're gonna to hear more about her. But he's really, really doing a great job of channeling that sort of supreme leader type of character. Really dark. Um, definitely quoting our our beloved Vader a lot. Uh, the whole the whole um, uh, ch- uh, the scene, the council chamber. I mean, what a great! I mean, so many Easter eggs in there, right? Mm-hmm. Oh man, Hallian, uh, you know, oh. Hallian, Hux's dad. Come on, man, really? Let let's let's just let's just like stop, right? So. Grand Admiral Thrawn, the, the the Necromancer. I mean, there's so much that they're really throwing in there to really uh, juice juice this up. Um, that actor really, playing Hux actually was that's his brother that played um, that played him as um, the movie. Was it Donald okay. Gleason's brother? Yeah. All right, Gleason. Yeah. Good yep. call out. I, I thought that that little storyline was great. Um, 
you know, this episode had everything. I mean, it had everything. And it what I really liked, like after I watched a couple times, I started to think, man, this is really the the grassroots of Star Wars. This is the the happy, sad ending. This is really where there's a there's a, a lift in the middle and you're thinking everything's gonna be great and they're getting the band back together and the two these two tribes are gonna like work together now. A <clears throat> little bit of conflict internally, but we're gonna get through it. And then they just get slaughtered. I mean, at the end. And it's really Empire Strikes Back to me where they can't be beat. Now they have a dark trooper army with Baskar. Come on, man. I mean, that's Crazy, they never, that's even beyond any imagination that I could come up with. Um, re, my actually two favorite scenes of mine: um, Bo-Katan at the at the basically the council table with the two tribes on either side. The 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 dinner was kind of like the red wedding type of thing. You thought <laughs> something bad was going to happen, but there was a lot of great like reveals and like, um, uh, you know, history. I learned a lot from this episode, just being a, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan, I'm a super fan, but you know, some of this outside of the Canon storyline, I'm not familiar with. So this really helped me learn a lot. You know, the only critique I'm going to have for this episode is these starships are coming in way too close to, to, to <laughs> humans. I mean, you're not gonna you're not why are you landing a star destroyer like 500 feet above a civilian like a civil uh, you know populated town these people would be blown away by the by the by just the uh turbulence in the in the gravity i mean it's it just didn't didn't make sense to me right why why are you gonna do this and they i don't know that's my only critique for the whole thing yeah exactly physics and time do not exist here we can have Time is it's not even relative. Just wait till we get to the world between worlds or whatever, you know. Yeah, you talk about time, you're, yeah. You're, you're, you're just gonna be just his head will explode. Doesn't head explode. <laughs> it just doesn't matter. But great episode, and man, if you gotta everyone's gotta watch this again a couple times. There was even things with the um I noticed inscriptions on the boxes, you know, that the uh, the mythosaur logo was on all the all their crates, all their stuff, and there was real like uh Boba Fett almost like markings on some of the boxes, the green and like the uh, the, the maroon stripes that he has. So there was all kind of little neat things to see, but I dug it. Yeah, we'll go to you, Hitch. Man, I like this episode a lot too, and and, and it's a really good episode of uh, of this story when it can take you to a lot of really emotional highs and emotional lows at the same time. And I think that this this is a huge journey. And I think that Ken probably said it best when he said, this is the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, this is a pretty low point at the end here with, you know, uh, Din being captured and uh, Vizsla just dead. But what a badass death scene they gave him. I mean, that was awesome. But you knew what was going to happen because his voice actor isn't playing him physically, so he can't take off his helmet. So, you know. Limited time offer. <laughs> on viability there. They couldn't chop yeah. off his head and everything because of right. oh, yeah, I really thought the Praetorian guards were taking his head. I did. I thought that what they did was still pretty, pretty oh, yeah. graphic for Disney. I mean, they actually stabbed him like a bunch of times instead of they ran him through a couple times. Yeah, yep. yeah, they were through instead the chest, through the shoulder. Yeah. So, but that was adequately badass. I feel like that you know one of in one of those situations where it's like, yeah, you know, that guy could have easily escaped. 
<laughs> so he's chose he's choosing a badass death. But I think they they really paid it off, I, and I really liked how his particular like you know fifty cal machine gun basically that he's wielding here played into the tactics a lot because it had enough power to punch through the uh, the armor. I uh, I thought that was really really awesome. It made what he was doing like make some sort of sense. I like the play with the dark saber here. And look, my favorite my favorite stuff in this episode was for sure Grogu getting in this robot because number one. <laughs> Is this robot any any better than the pod Grogu's <laughs> floating around in safely? Like you know, this robot seems a little bit more dangerous, uh, but obviously the mechanism is adorable, and um, Grogu will probably get pretty good at being Krang. Uh, right, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking of Krang the whole time. Before we know it, uh, Grogu sitting on Bo-Katan's lap here. Approaching yeah. Navarro, yeah. very, very interesting and very much a, a mommy daddy uh, feeling as well. And man, that that's that sinking reveal when they revealed that Moff Gideon has been on Mandalore was great. I love yeah. the way they slowly, like it's slowly where they were chasing these troopers, like where the hell are they coming from? And then right. it just started looking like that set. It, it, it wasn't that like Vader just coming in, like landing in the middle of everything. I mean, yeah. But I, I think, unlike you guys, like I think Gideon is pretending to be Vader. I, I feel like this is like you know a Vader cosplay at what Steel City Con, <laughs> where it's not quite right. It's not quite right, and you can tell it's homemade. It's really good, but it's not quite Darth Vader. And you're not, you know, He's you're not really as good a job as like you or I would do. I, I yeah. definitely believe that's true. <clears throat> I think he's doing a better job. He's better funded than either of us, Moff Gideon is, because he has all that all that stolen revenue from the people of the Empire. Yeah. So uh, I would say he's probably uh, got more resources than us. But you know, maybe we should all maybe we should all do a project and make a Darth Vader costume just to see how crappy it would be. I, I believe mine would be very crappy, Ken. I, I, I will I will cede the floor to you on on that. I, sort of thing. I have a start with the helmet. And I can I can I can get a like a black uh, uh, robe mm -hmm. together pretty quick. But uh, it's I'm gonna make one out of just trash bags. Yeah, trash bags. That's all. Just trash bags and like LED lights on the chest. <laughs> and LED it's lights. gonna be super hot, by the way. <laughs> so that's the stupidest possible thing I can do. But I'm gonna do. It. Use those uh, contractor bags that are like five mil. Man, you'll yeah. be sweating like a pig. Listen, I I just want to be comfortable, so I need it to be loose. So garbage bags to me feel like they'll fit the bill on that. Uh, what, a, what a great episode. I really feel like this is one of the better ones of this series. And yeah, we said they had a lot of ground they had to cover in two episodes. And I feel like they really got all the way to, you know, what are the stakes they need to resolve in the finale and what would success look like? Like, I understand what those things are. So I think good penultimate episode. All right. What about you, DP? Hey, I can't say enough about this episode. It started off, they had me at Thrawn, you know. They, <laughs> they had me five minutes in. You know, you mentioned Thrawn and everything. And the thing is, uh, uh, Hitch is, is, in each episode, he's had, like, you know, the uh, I think Heir to the Empire in the background and everything, yeah. and he changed it. So I got to I gotta read this book. I got to read I gotta read something about this guy and everything. He's just a, um, a crazy, I, it's such an interesting character from, from what we've seen in Rebels and everything. But the first, you know, five minutes with the whole, um, you know, cabal and everything, you know, just showing that they're still trying to fight that good fight, you know, <laughs> uh, for, for like the galaxy and everything. 
I mean, it was it was it was pitch perfect. It's kind of like a little disappointing to see Moff Gideon just, you know, he's going to end up dying. You know, Thrawn's going to kill this guy. You know, um, that he's relegated, you know, to be an under Thrawn. You know, at, at this point and everything. But I mean, I, I, you were saying in our um, in our off text messaging um, or in our chat, you know, um, t- um, Steel City, <clears throat> Giancarlo Esposito. Can play your villain and my villain any show, any <laughs> show, yeah. any show, you know. And he plays and he plays it in different types of. He's not playing the same, you know, villain that he played in Breaking Bad that he played in like other shows and everything. Mm-hmm. He's playing like a whole different. And this is a guy that was in Do the Right Thing, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sad. I mean, this this guy has like so much range, you know, and he just comes with it each time he's on the screen. So I was happy to see him back. This episode covered like you know a lot of ground, like Still City said, um, a, a lot of action, um, a lot of um, um, building of world building, you know, with with you know both for our our sex of Mandalorian and everything, getting them all together, you know, um, having them understand what you know what the mission is and getting them all to agree to go to Mandalorian stuff. Um, I thought that was perfect. That's all I, I really want to see. The more Mandalorians that we have in episode, the better it is to me. I just I just love their whole look. Their whole mantra, their whole vibe, and everything. I'm I'm Mandalorian out. So you know, this is the Mandalorian to me. The Mandalorians, if you want to call it. Um, the the Grogu thing that was just straight up hilarious. I, I just howled at that. You know, like you said, Still City. Um, yes, no, yes, 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 yes. No, 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 no. Like, <laughs> like, 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 a, like, a, like a child would do. Oh yeah, yo yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. that understands. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, uh, adult language stuff. You know, so uh, it, so the the way he could the way he communicated that was just it was pitch perfect the way they just found a way for him to actually communicate without actually having to put a voice to the uh, the 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 puppet you know if you want to call it that you know put him in the thing and have you know him press yes 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 no. that's all you need him to do for you know at least for the next couple seasons for me you know let's just do it like that yes 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 no 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 um. It was an overall great episode. The special effects were great, you know, for it was very cinematic in its form. You know, um, I, the, the, the whole reveal about, you know, Moff getting in, like you said, you know, having a whole lair and everything right under, you know, Mandalore. That was just like it, it brought back. Um, I can't think of what movie is from, but all of a sudden, you know, you have your heroes fighting one thing. All of a sudden they're just finding this whole big old cave of different things, that's, you know, that they didn't expect to be there, you know. Um, we see the 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 red the red troopers from you know the um the sequel trilogy and stuff. So that was very decent to see you know come back and see how it connects. Like you know Ken said, I'm 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 loving everything that happened with this season. I'm, I was loving this episode. Yeah, I mean, and I I second to what everybody else has said. I mean, realistically for me, this kind of was that bridge as we said right between the sequel trilogy and you know that you know ending scene of return of the jedi so they're doing a great job yeah. of putting everything together um the Thron- the thrawn stuff was great to hear i mean they're foreshadowing him so it makes you beg to differ you know and we'll discuss this on today's episode as far as like our thoughts on the final finale but i mean like you know i, I don't see based on how it's setting up mandalorians defeating praetorian guards so will we get the Will we get Ahsoka 
I mean, I, I just I can't see Bo-Katan and Dinjar and, and taking down three Praetorian guards. That, that just, to me, based on how we, what we know about them, only force users really can take them down because I'm pretty sure they're force wielders themselves. Um, from the from the novels, so that'll be interesting as far as a finale. But as we said, this episode, like, I mean, it was breathtaking. I mean, we because when we I remember we discussed the trailer, right? And we saw the bombing and the Night of a Thousand Tears and the Purge of Mandalore, right? I mean, we saw that and we were like, man, like we want more. This is what we want. And I mean, they've delivered it. You know, would I like to see it more? Yeah, but that 50 minutes felt like 15 hours. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, it was shocking when I, because like I said, as me being cheesy as I am, I flipped down on the remote to see the the runtime. I saw 50 minutes. I was like, oh, I'm in for this, right? So, you know, it was, they did, you know, they, and it's crazy. They have a way of paying this off. And we've discussed this a million times. I mean, we've been, I feel like we've been so spoiled with the content that they've given us to like, if I really deep it, as harsh as I've been on this show, for this being 50 minutes, I'm guessing the finale to be probably 45 to 50. That's a hundred and, that's a that's a movie runtime. Mm-hmm. You think about yeah. it, right? So yeah. they're delivering a movie in two episodes to really round off a series because in most series, I think, I mean, in my mind, I think of a thirty-minute, you know, twenty, twenty-five-minute episode. So what they've done with this and these last how they've kind of ramped up to these mega episodes, I think it's really made it like more even fruitful. And then you know, my final part is like. I know what you guys are saying about the ripoff Vader, but I'm sorry. I think you know, <laughs> the black best car is like sick. The painted best car, like the shiny metallic that, in his helmet. That, his helmet has to be for sale. 100%. So, do you think Vader, Vader's helmet was Baskar? No. I no. mean, it was, it, it deflected laser bolts. I mean, he was shot oh, at a couple times. And it I don't know, but I know his helmet is. I mean, for a little, as little as we've seen it, like his his helmet's sick. They have that has to be like the next like whatever Black Series helmet has to be Moffat. Literally, I'm not saying the look. Order. By the way, I'm not saying the look necessarily, but this is, there's a presence that you can't that right. only Darth Vader can convey. And I feel well, like even had that like breathing. I think when he like landed, it had like that like noise and like the roboticness of his knee joints. Like, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. His his presence and the way he delivered his line, <clears throat> I mean, he this this guy watched those movies. He studied Vader. He studied Revenge of the Sith. I mean, he was there. I mean, I, I as an actor, I think he 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 did it. And he said, "This is how I want this character to be. This is what I want people to think I am. I'm the." the new i want to channel this evil i want to channel this power i i mean that's that's what it seemed to me i was but but think about this this is why i want to think about that in the context of the conference room scene this Ah. is a group of high-end imperial remnant officers who were probably all to a person completely freaking terrified of darth vader I mean, yeah. probably if Darth Vader had showed up at any of their jobs, they'd be like, like prime death candidates. <laughs> you know what I mean? As being the people yeah, in charge. You're getting choked for sure. Absolutely. And beyond, you're getting for a little bit of choke. Maybe this might be. We show, they've shown that he's pretty liberal. That wasn't a special occasion. He's pretty liberal with the choking now, which I like. Uh, but, but he was the coolest guy. I mean, he was the Empire's number two guy. So my thinking is that Darth Vader was a style leader for these people. And not so much Giancarlo Esposito or his performances, like um, attempting to be like Vader, but this guy 
wants to be Darth Vader because Darth Vader was the coolest dude on earth. And he's only been dead for like six years. That's not that, that long ago for these like 60 year old people. That's not, yeah. Yeah. you know, like 2000, what is that? 2017. That doesn't feel like a long time ago when you really think about it. So, you know, if, uh, I mean, Robin Williams probably died around then. Right. So that would be pretty, everyone still knows who Robin Williams is, I guess. So, you know, that's, he's like, you don't forget Darth Vader. You, you don't forget that guy. I mean, he's burned into your memory. And yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. And and, and so, what would what would put it over the top if if Moff Gideon has force powers? Like, could he force choke one of these jerks from afar? Could Vader do that? Could I mean, yes. he he does on on a planet. He cho- force choked Admiral Ozel, but they were on the same. They were in the same atmosphere, but could he force choke somebody across the <laughs> across the galaxy? <laughs> well, as we as we learn from the mysterious powers of Uncle Palps, he can control somebody's mind from the unknown region. So Uncle Palps, Uncle Palps cannot Uncle, be. Uncle, you just Uncle can't Palps. keep him down. He can't. He's a grandfather, apparently. Grandfather. Yeah, grandfather. Grandpa Palps. Palps. With Project so Michael, that was really cool how they introduced the oh, yeah. revival of him. Yeah, it was like a tie-in as well. Yep, yep. What about um? Okay, so why would um Thrawn be a secret? Like you know, we got a it's a secret for him to come yep. back. I, I I wasn't really clear on that. Well, you because know? of the Ezra Bridger thing, they know what happened. This is Rebels is tied into the canon, so they know that he's disappeared and he's him and Ezra are mystery. They remember the whales took him into. We don't know. We we the were guessing the unknown regions, but well, why I know that, but why would the cabal or whatever um, portray it as like a secret? Like you know, when he comes back or whatever, you know. So think like about it like this. Him back. So think about it like this. All right, would the United States of America in 1946 have gone into Germany and done something about it if it turned out that magically Adolf Hitler was still alive? Yes. <clears throat> yes, 100%. They were still there. They, they would have hunted Hitler down immediately, right? So it's like just catching this attention. And if Thrawn shows up, Thrawn's going to be able to command all these disparate, disconnected elements of the Imperial Remnant. And if that happens, that becomes a much bigger threat. It's almost analogous to how uh, Genghis Khan was able to unite the Mongol horde, which was a whole bunch of different tribes on the steppe, right? And when he when he was able to do that, he created essentially a military power that was so so big that it rivaled you know Imperial China. And because and nobody were, noticed them, because they were all sort of looked at as like like Pallion said, they were just trash. They were yes. just these uh, disfranchise disenfranchised Ronin that were. Hey, don't look at us. We're just doing our own thing, being bad and nasty over here. We're not trying to connect. So Thrawn's going to bring that back. So that, hence, that's why the secret. That's yeah, like it's one that. thing. It's one thing if you know there's a whole bunch of people running drugs. It's another thing if all those people are in a conspiracy to overthrow the government. You know what I mean? Like that's that's just like a totally different. <laughs> just things changes things completely around. So, so, so are they waiting? So, so they they, they know where Thrawn is. And they're basically just waiting to, to roll out the red carpet for him. Well, I think Pelion has been like playing these guys for however long it's been, saying that oh, I, Thrawn's contacted me, so I'm I'm, I'm going to get him. 
But I think for Thrawn, you know, their plan is when Thrawn does return, because mm-hmm. I guess they're assuming he is going to, that that's when they will unite. And they're already ready because the uh, the Council of uh, vill- Villainous Intent has been meeting and keeping the their council minutes. Of villainous mm-hmm. Is that what they're calling themselves? Yes. These days? Yeah, the Council <laughs> of Villainous Intent. The, the Legion of Doom. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it makes sense is what he says. You know, they're kind of like building it up. And obviously they don't view Gideon as that, that you know, that glue. No, so they, speak, not, not at all. And he's not happy about that. I mean, especially with, with the words that he was saying. I'm like, okay, Gideon, shut your mouth. Thrawn, when Thrawn comes back, you're you're done. But keep in mind, they're saying they're saying when he comes back, so they're already aware of his abilities. I mean, and with you know his battle meditation, or you know the the ability that the um what is it, Chiss? The yeah, the fourth his people. Yeah, yeah. So they have the ability to not only they are resisting the force abilities, but they have the ability to have like this like kind of uncanny like battle meditation that they can kind of like see things play out on the battlefield beforehand. So it's kind of like. He's like a step ahead, so it's like having the force without having the force, kind of. So, yeah, this kind of uncanny military, yeah, right. This uncanny military ability. That fun, fun fact about the Chiss. He kept mentioning that Thrawn was going to lead the military of the Empire, not necessarily the Empire, but the military. Now, yeah, which becomes the First Order, right? So they do; they are hand in hand. But there was more to the Empire. I mean, there was. There was the ISB. There was, there were financial uh, groups that were in, you know, being managed. It wasn't just a whole bunch of stormtroopers and and Tie Fighter pilots. There was more to it than than that. It was a, you know, it was a. I mean, if you, it, I mean, it was a structured government of some sort, right? So Thrawn's going to lead the military. So who's going to lead the Empire? Because the Empire is more than just military isn't it i mean but um but but keep in mind ken this in this whole story they've tied it together palpatine's not dead he's just and he's in like a back to tank right now like severely injured that's what we're led to believe now so yeah he's like Voldemort before uh harry potter fort yeah so i mean he's not so that's that's really what the, the i guess the setup the play is which i mean it ties in perfectly so it makes in the sequel trilogy have the payoff right when we see him you know and, at the end and that's why I, I like this episode too, because they, they're tying into that trilogy. They're like they're they're making me a believer again. So are are you saying T Mist that they're not gonna rewrite the trilogy? They're not. No, because they're finishing it off with Ray. They kept it's done. What's done is done. They yeah. may change I, I, I could have swore like a, a a few episodes you were saying they're done with the trilogy, they're gonna rewrite the whole thing. You know, it's yeah, just going to be just wiped out. You know, so are you backtracking? Yeah. Are you like, yeah. you know, doing like a Deion Sanders? You know, <laughs> are you now saying that the trilogy is canon? Well, I mean, it is canon, unfortunately, but the only hope we have of any kind of course correction, and I've always said it, it would be Ahsoka, right? The world between worlds. So, or, she would have to. anything from Men in Black, right? Neuralizer. The Neuralizer. Yeah. yeah the you need a Neuralizer. The whole see the whole three episodes, but everything I think, we'll just forget. I think Ahsoka is going to do some event changing that may not. I mean, I it would be a rewrite, right? If you change any event, it's a rewrite. So I think there's going to be something that happens that may change the course of some things. It's not going to alter Ray 
I don't think, or what happened, but it's going to change the way we view certain things. Because they're aware. I mean, if we see what we what they've done with this season and some of the things they've done to correct certain characters and whatnot, I think they're aware of the things they need to fix, and we'll see that in Ahsoka. I think you're going to see a lot. I mean, that's Filoni's baby, right? We talked about Rebels and the animated stuff. That's really a, a Filoni's project is going to be um, the, the Ahsoka series. So I think all the answers are going to... He co-wrote this episode with um, right. Favreau and everything, too. And, so. and look how good it was, right? We see yeah. the tie-ins to the sequel trilogy. So, I mean... Even when it's bad, it's still good. Like, uh, even when these... Anything that we've talked about is like what we we're, we're, we're talking about is bad it's still better than a lot i mean yeah it's it's, it's good i, I mean yeah. I, I, I get what I get you mean. yeah 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 I, i'm i have no complaints on anything any episode this season no. like said, in the in the messages and everything yeah. so i know you yeah i know you guys talked about this but i i wanted to bring the whole grogu piece in um, I, I think it's cool, you know, I, I guess it's comic humor as far as the IG-12 suit now, so kind of like, I don't know, the, the Turtles Easter egg, but, I mean, with the time jump from him training to Luke to now, I just felt like, I get it, right, you gotta have some payoff for the children, I just expected, especially now that I know that Grogu's competent, he understands language, he understands what's right and wrong, as it, with his training, I just figured he'd be more of a competent, more competent fighter. I mean, the suit thing, like, he wants to be a Mandalorian, you want to be a Jedi, like, I would love, and I know we're not going to get it, but for him to pull his saber out in the last episode and, like, take down, like, take on a guard, like, he's almost too passive for me, like, I get it off the bat, but I just feel like he's trained with Luke, so, like, the baby stuff, like, he's just too passive of a character to me now, from where he is to where we are, to for him just to kind of do the IG thing and end up shooting blasters out of it. You know what I mean? Maybe I'm... Maybe I mean, I'm yeah, from, 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 yeah, from the way that you... Yeah, I, I mean, just, they seeded those things in, in the, yeah, the boat and everything, so they got to have it pay off a bit, you know. And I, yeah, I'm, I'm not asking for him to, like... He's, I'm, like, three years old. No, he's beyond. Like I said, he's... Again, again, it's it's time. But you said age is relative. You want to give a three-year-old a gun? I wouldn't. I wouldn't give him a lightsaber either. He has a long way to go. He, he he has only begun to scrape the surface of what what he would become. I, I could agree with Ken because I don't think it's time for Grogu to you know do what Yoda did in um, Episode Three. Oh, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying he's going to take down like the Emperor, but I just feel like you don't. So I'm gonna ask you this: You don't think he's old enough to be proficient with a weapon? Based yeah. on everything he's done with his motor skills, not with I a think, lightsaber, not as a man. Yeah, yeah. He, he I think can his abilities, M and M's, they're like dropping out of his. He can't even. No, eat. I think that's remember what a remember a Jedi can just learn how to do crap intuitively because that's one of the things the Force teaches you how to do. So it's very, very possible that he could get very good at maneuvering this robot very quickly. Very and that quickly. this robot sure could wield the dark saber. Sure, he'd have to see. Okay, got to, yeah. I, I, hey. That, that's the reason why he's in um, IG-12 now, you know, mm-hmm. to do yeah. things that he can't normally do with his, you know, small hands or whatever. So, I mean, I, I guess that bridges the gap of what you were saying, T. Mitch. You know, we might see IG-11, <laughs> IG-12 welding a lightsaber. Maybe. That would be I rad, mean, and it would really make the, Mandal- the Mandalorians yeah, yeah, grow yeah. goo. No, no, no. Right. No, 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 no. Now, while yes, we're, talking, yes, yes. we're talking about that, it's funny. Every time Grogu does something that's like inspired, like man, 
Ben's like, nope, he didn't learn that from me. I don't know nothing about that. Yeah, he's I mean, not, he broke up the fight and everything. That was very, that was very good. Um, character. That's what I'm saying. So that's that's showing he's not a child, though. That's why I'm saying like they keep kind of doing certain uh, things. Uh, I mean, that's that's a kid can be intuitive, and he's and the parent isn't really taking credit for it either because he's not so. taking credit of it. So that means he understands. And keep in mind, I know what you're saying about his age, but it's proven through the logs. He's trained in the Jedi Academy. It'd be different if he was like an infant, right? If he's fifty and that equates know to that three, then twenty-five years ago he was like two, right? That's what I'm saying there has to be some. He just has to be a little more competent based on what we know of him. So you I want mean, him to branch it, out a little bit. You want to see more? A little bit, a little bit, because he's a big character of the show. I mean, I'm not yeah. asking him to like flip in the air and do all the Yoda maneuvers, but like attempt to like. You know, just something itself. I would just expect a little more. I would like more. to see. I would like to see Grogu lose his mind and go on a robot rampage. I I'm like sure we'll that. see that in the next episode. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see IG that. We will definitely crazy. see that happen. Right, he, he, he got a toy now, so yeah, we already <laughs> like robots that like right. take on the uh, take on the the you know the, the humans. We you know they we we already saw that two ep- what two episodes ago, right? So. So this will definitely happen. Well, I mean, they've input, they've input him with buttons as well. I mean, we haven't even seen the, the weaponry on this thing, right? They've got, they gave him speech, but I'm sure there's buttons in there for, you know, rockets, lasers. I'm sure yeah, yeah. we'll get that next episode. So that'll be uh, pretty cool. He's, he's going to work that. So they gave Grogu some autonomy. In, in a right. Way. Yeah. He, he now has nice. control, way more control and realizes that he has way more control now that he's in control of something. You know, with you know IG twelve and everything. So right. with him, you know, um, um, grabbing stuff to eat and everything. You know, trying to test it out. And you know, <laughs> Jordan is like, I'm not liking this. <laughs> yeah. this, like, this, this isn't, this isn't for, for me. me. Like, uh, <laughs> this is not the way. This is not the way. This is not the way. So, hey, T. Mitch, we're gonna see that next time we go to Galaxy's Edge, right? We're gonna yeah. see. We're gonna see this happen. At like right, right outside the what's yeah, that? Could you imagine Ronto's, that? Uh, yeah, Ronto, Ronto roasters. Yeah, Ronto roasters. He's gonna yeah. be like squeezing like fruits and stuff. Right. And, oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. And was, I would, I would be life. right there doing a selfie. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like the um. You know, we we see meet other Mandalorians on in that big, you know, pirate looking ship thing. You know, mm-hmm. that was pretty decent. You know. And then we see like the um the 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 monster and stuff, you know. I I, I was just admiring like all the even if yeah, it was yeah. done on the engine, you know, the volume engine or whatever. I I think they're doing a great job with the whole visual effects and stuff, and still making it feel real cinematic, as if they're outside and you know um doing what they're doing. Reef is always great to see anytime he comes in, you yes. know. Yes. What a cool thing, and I, I'm like. Go ahead, go ahead. Having him be like, oh, I got a surprise for you. Like, <laughs> having a big car weather say, we'll just put him on up in there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What's the same effect? This is so great. I was just yeah. so happy that it was, it was, it was Carl. Yeah. The way, yeah, the way he kind of picked him up, it was just like, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was cool yeah. and cringe. It was cool and cringe at the same time, like. Yeah, T Mitch, I know your grandpa. It was like your grandpa getting you some really awesome toy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you're, you're, you're like, okay, man, it's this another baby moment or whatever, you know, cutesy moment and stuff. But I mean, it worked. It worked. It was. It was cool. I liked it. It worked. It worked. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I didn't want to spoil it. In my teaser, I gave you guys a preview. I don't want to spoil any of it for you guys. I, I thought about talking about it Monday or Sunday. Yeah, or you, you thought about it many times, you know. As I many times you wanted to press show. that send button, you know, and just spoil everything and everything, you know. No, I just but gave you the teaser. I, your... gave you, I gave you guys a Vizsla teaser that I knew of, mm-hmm. and that was That was sad, sad. That Vizsla, but, oh, so my goodness. That is he just... necessarily dead? Yeah, he's gone. Nobody's ever you, necessarily you dead. In no Star one's Wars. necessarily dead. Well, you didn't see a head or body there again, you know. So, well, I mean, bro, he went through his heart. Down, he's all, the, down. all the caption said was exhales. <laughs> that's all it said. <laughs> well, usually, usually that's how it ends, right? Usually, that's the what. That's it's the last like one. Powering and down. Then, it's not the same as powering down. It just said exhales, and he fell over. That's it. I mean, if it you can survive the Praetorian Guard uh, vibroblade going completely through your heart, your shoulder, and the I back mean, of his neck. Mandalorian, hey, he was like, this, he's a badass. Come this on. is a, a, a series where you can just go, somehow he came back, and mm-hmm. it's fine. So I, I feel like, cool with that. yeah, we're just going to move on. We'll Maybe see Pershing here, the... right? We're going to see Dr. Pershing, and he's going to be, what, a, a, a tomato? Or yeah, what? I was they kind of laid him out that he's, yeah. They kind of fried his brain. I mean, I think that was a tie-in that he's like, he's just kind of kaput. He's going to get he might be, on death sticks. Yeah, he might be alive, but the, basically the way they laid it out is, yeah, his like his mind's gone. They fried him. Kaput. Yeah. Kaput. That's a nice, that's yeah. a nice. I feel thing. so bad yeah. for the Dr. Mengele of the Empire. Right. Do not feel bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> Zero yeah. sympathy. I mean, because this is the same time frame of the um, as the uh, Bad Batch, right? No, Bad Batch is, pre- is after Order sixty six. It's like what one? Or oh, two that's years right. Ago. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because I was thinking, I know he headed to. It's not the end of the cloning program. So my next question would be like, who is the next big bad like scientist, right? Because he, I mean, and it was cool how he tied it together. He talked about the Kaminoans, right? Well, he talked about the Jedi. He talked about the Mandalorians, about you know cloning. You might be right because who was the what was that doctor uh, that we saw in the, in the last two episodes of Bad Batch? Yeah, I was thinking him. They might try to bring him in, but he'd probably be like eighty at this point, maybe. You go order sixty six to now. Yeah, he would clone himself. Who knows how old he is? I mean, it's twenty six years. You know, I mean, it's not like that's a billion years. And it's right. star. It's Star Wars, so and you years are not years. Years are like minutes. All time is relative. Right. In the Star Wars what, universe, which we know. What was right that? Do- I forget that. Whatever. What was the doctor's name? What I was forget. his name? Doc. It shows how much we like uh, Bad Batch. It, it, right? it, it was something like. Oh man, I know it's Jimmy Simpson that plays him. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Been lost. Bad Batch lost me this year. Yeah, right. <laughs> such a such a great show and. Great news, guys. We have a season three. Yeah, we have another season coming. So hopefully they um, bring it home and everything after a bum season, you know. You know, one thing, you mentioned something, T-Mitch, that that I wanted to talk about, and that's it's the volume of Star Wars that we're getting and how how much that is. And I was thinking about if you took, you know, all the episodes of Bad Batch, it would be like eight (sighs) episodes of Mandalorian almost. So we've had like 16 episodes. What's that? Hemlock. Oh, Hemlock. Hemlock. Yes, I Jimmy was... Simpson uh, from uh, from Sunny. 
uh, the McPoyle. <laughs> McPoyle. Or the man in black from Westworld. We did watch yeah. Westworld. Yeah. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's who, that's who okay. plays that guy. Huh. Uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it could easily it could easily be that guy, I think, 26 years later. Maybe. It could be. Sure. It could be. Yeah. But you were talking about the volume. Oh, yeah. So we've gotten... Thanks, man. So we've gotten so much Star Wars this year. We've got, like, episodes... If there was a Star Wars TV series that was an anthology right. series, like, 25 years ago... We'd be on episode 16, like 22 or 23 now. And we are in no way, shape, or form anywhere near two-thirds of the 2023 releases right now. I mean, not even any, like, no. There's way more stuff that's going to come out. And I think that that volume itself lends us to having uh, episodes where we take it aside and establish Coruscant as a character, which I really appreciated here because we knew we were in, like, the Tokyo district of Coruscant, which is different from other parts. And now that there's that's distinct and there's really right. only a couple planets where that's the case, like Tatooine for one has a couple different settlements right. that we know of. I think but, we saw that on the sequel trilogy um, where uh, was that Poe and then met the, uh, what was that planet? The casino planet. Oh yeah. 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 It was right, like right. The Monte Carlo. Or whatever. Yeah. That was like space. Monte Carlo. Carlo. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we met that. So yeah, I see what you're saying as far as being able to establish these planets um, but that, yeah. but Coruscant having like <clears throat> things about it that change over time is like I I've, I've said it before going to anchor yeah. all of these different series that are going to take place a hundred years before two hundred fifty years before you know it's just like if you say okay this character is in New York City and it was like you know horses and buggies and you know uh, it was colonial architecture and there were farms everywhere you'd be like oh it's not nineteen sixty seven. Like, you know exactly what's going on by that shorthand because we have a lot of context about our society. And anything that deepens that is going to make it so that we'll be able to have that visual shorthand um, about Coruscant, which is going to be, a, I would imagine, a big setting for all of the stuff that was announced at Celebration. So it would be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think they can go a couple different ways now. I mean, they can continue... The, the, the storyline they have now is pr- pretty much spot on perfect. I wouldn't mind if they brought in some. So I'd like to see the droids. Personally, I'm always looking for our favorite protocol droid. And because there are two characters that have never been offed. They've never been killed. They're always there. They're always in the mix somewhere, but we have not seen them. In any of this, these let's you know these tangent storylines, these new storylines are not there. So bring them in because that's that's really the the anchor. That's the only thing that's really always there from the beginning. Are you, are you talking about R two? Yeah, R 2s with is he with Luke? Yeah, but but bring we bring them back. back. Bring them in. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah, not he's here. Pretty- I'd be pretty order, cool if Luke shows up to this situation. That's what I'm saying. These guys are in. That would be pretty the great. Think about it, though. There's Praetorian guards. Could you imagine Luke Skywalker versus... Walk I, just, I just think that you have to... I mean, I don't know. I think you have to have a Jedi. I yeah. don't I, I don't think Mandalorians could kill Praetorian guards. I, I think Bo could. I think Kreese could take with, one of them down. One, what about the other two? Din. No, and no, you've got no. you've got many other great fighters still. In that, these are Praetorian guards, I can that are force sensitive. I don't think so. 
So the answer is Grogu. There, yeah, Gro- yeah, Grogu is going to come amongst, in. Amongst, amongst the people that are there, give him a reason to be there. So I mean, I, I would, I would take that. I mean, he Grogu's actually done some, done yeah. some stuff like in previous seasons that you yeah. know would make you I'm think saying, okay, he can. him at he that can. point in time. I mean, he can, you know. We haven't really seen him do anything yet this season as big as he has like those first two seasons. And um, or am I thinking about that in the Mandalorian and everything? And um, Boba, and I think the Boba yeah, Book of Boba, Book, Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. And what's happened? What was Mandalorian two point five? What happened? They have right. Din. Yeah. In yeah. the debriefing room. Yeah. Grogu is going to go ape shit. And that's going to get attention from. Yes. If we and if we play Chekhov's Chekhov's like who can who could resolve I mean, this situation? They can We're see Boba Fett. Boba Fett could bring a bunch of a bunch of crazy Tatooine Power Rangers with him and fix this situation. Anything. Uh, Maybe a bunch of Ugnots. They can right. fix anything. They can fix any, any situation. But but Grogu now has a. He has a mission now because he's got to get his his dad, back. his dad back. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that the only reason that I, I don't know how or we would get maybe Boba Fett is because there's no way to get a message from the ground up, right? Because the Forger's there and there's that storm level, that 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 magnetic field. So think about this: the space battle is about to happen. We don't know. We're hoping. I mean, I imagine the Forger and everybody. I mean, they have light cruisers, right? So they should be able to take a couple bombers and whatever they have. But we have the space battles about to happen. We have this battle on the ground that nobody knows. In my mind, if there's force sensitives such as Praetorian guards, the only other people that can really sense force sensitives are force sensitives. So it opens it up to maybe get another loop, to maybe get maybe Ahsoka because she's chasing Thrawn. I'm sure she she knows about Gideon. So is this the big tie-in? Because keep in mind, we're probably not going to see a great way to do that. We're not going to see the Mandalorian for till twenty twenty five at the earliest. So it's a good way to pay off into her series, to pay off into the air to the yep. Empire movie, which I mean maybe that may be the name, who knows? But uh, maybe that you know this is that big fabric weaver. I, I would I don't know I would love to see another type of you know maybe a, a rogue Jedi or something or or Soka. I mean if they gave Luke again, I don't know about Luke. I was thinking more along the lines of of Ahsoka and the only type of message they could get out would have been the force message that Grogu can send when he's all Correct. sad, when yeah. he loses his shit, you'd imagine that's going to, that would be Luke, bit. right? Cause think about Luke, how he sensed him on the, 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 the planet, right? That's why it makes all the lot. It shouldn't be, and they don't have to be like you're saying, but it all points to Luke being a person to be able to, to get the message. Like, Something's wrong, and there's a disturbance. Just imagine your Moff Gideon, and every single time you try to hatch an evil plan, Luke Skywalker just shows up. Like, oh, come on! It's like the like one guy, you, right? every time Frieza tries to do something, the, the one guy that could stop you comes every single freaking time. Like that's gotta be terrible. That's gotta be a tempting story decision, though. You want to bring Luke back because he's just so, such a cool character, but at the same time, you know, you're trying to get away from like the Skywalkers. You know anything yeah, that has to do with them? I get it, but I just—I mean, I think we can all say this wholeheartedly. I think we need that though, because I just the way they paid him off was so sad. Like I feel like I can see him now and be okay with him coming into the storyline because the stories are showing us. Like think about that hallway scene, similar to the Vader scene. That's mm-hmm. all I ever wanted to see with Luke is like a full-powered Luke. 
So we're they're able to give us a story now. We're able to see this. I mean, the last time we saw Luke, bro, he's on a, a rock, meditating himself to death. Like that's the last time yeah, we. That's, saw that's Luke. not the last time we're going to see him. I mean, I don't think we're going to see him. That's we're going to see him. Dude, what? No. What <laughs> is I so if Luke? They bring Luke, him back. It's going to be at least like Ahsoka, you know. You um, think? There. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense and be really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But Luke becomes this non-interventionist eventually. <clears throat> so right. all of these mistakes that he makes are going to be mistakes that he makes because he gets too intervention-y, right. uh, which is why he reacts the way he does when Palpatine somehow <clears throat> returns and fools him into almost murdering his nephew that one time. And he uses that as a, an excuse to not intervene because every time he does, something bad happens right. you know he he he, uh, he he loses his sister i mean that's mm-hmm. been probably the biggest loss of his entire life but we see that later but it 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 has to be a trend in his in his life he's every time he sees a a situation where he thinks he needs to go metal it goes south for him yeah hitch i got a point for you and i know this is something that you know, I just hit, well, Cannon would kind of DP put this into my mind. It, it had me thinking, you know, Phony's a genius, right? But and I know he's probably already written it already, but do you really think he would have the guts in the world of worlds to change that interaction between Luke and Ben? Because think about it, they don't have to rewrite the movies and retcon them, but all she has to do, like we saw in Rebels, is go in and change one outcome. You think he would have the muster? Because we know the Ray series is coming, and there's going to be different events there. I just don't – because Adam Driver has already said he wants to come back. There's going to be an event that keeps Kylo Ren or whatever I mean, game's all out. I think he survives somehow It's like he it's, wants to come back. It's almost like The Legend of Zelda. Like, you know, there's there's you can tell which one it is because of how it looks. Like, you know what I mean? If you want to do a world between worlds where Luke doesn't do that stuff, and you – I mean, Tales of the Jedi – visions there's there's spaces to do that right. so I, I i feel like we can see it and maybe it's just all animated is just in this other universe where you know luke doesn't do that but I think, yeah i was expecting to see the star wars what if i know that's what you're getting to that would have been yeah. to do with the marvel that well i think that so there's cool. space for that but almost tales of the jedi is space for that because that right. that could be all stuff that ahsoka's doing the, or whatever's happening in the world between worlds but like to be to completely wipe away the entirety of that trilogy, right? I don't know that they would have have the you know they don't the have with all to do that. What's I'm saying, I don't think. But you could keep that. some of it and say like ultimately, rather than Palpatine's plan working to the point where he had the ability to have the entire planet of Exegol enslaved and shoved in star destroyers, right? That's pretty successful, maybe it doesn't get to that point and you know, maybe he just has the one shot with Snoke. And so it doesn't quite go like that in the throne room. Maybe right. that's, maybe that's how that goes. And there's little differences into how Ray ends up being like the master of the Jedi. I, I could see all that, yeah, but I don't know. Prime about Jedi, yeah. But racing the whole thing and, and what you're talking well, about. No, I'm not talking is, about racing it. I'm just part of changing. Well, I think without Ben Solo leaving, without Ben Solo turning to the dark side, what is there in the sequel trilogy True. at all? Yeah. Yeah. Unless there would be another evil, I don't know, but I just think that, or maybe at the end when he dies, I think that something's going to happen that Ben's Ben's alive again. I feel like a lot of stuff that happened in Episode Nine was pretty lame. So if you if you said, "Hey, this isn't 
this isn't what really happened. I'd be cool with it, but oh, bro, I'm a big. I was a big Adam Driver, Ben Ben Solo, Kylo Ren fan. I didn't want to see him die. I the character is great. The character is great. It's uh, he's a he's 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 evil. He's maniacal, but he's not he's not quite there yet. He's mm-hmm. still a student. Yeah, yeah. He's he's still very erratic in his um you know behavior and everything. I think where they There's no walk, control. Yeah, I think where they they they. And I really didn't like it in Force Awakens where they try to connect him and um, Ray, you know, as much as they try to, you know, um, just put them together, especially, you know, like a romantic angle and stuff. That's right. why when it ended up happening in um, the, the Rise of Skywalker, it, it just sort of lost me and stuff because you had such a great character in both of the characters, really. Did you really have to have them in a romantic, you know, entanglement and stuff? Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think you really needed that. You no. know, keep, keep, keep Kylo Ren off somewhere alive because yeah i think we do deserve him back as like you know um uh, a force you know him as a grown-up you know if we're going to have ray 15 years later or whatever you know let's have kylo ray at a more mature status and him not be as erratic as he was like you know in the in the sequel trilogy yeah because the force awakens was not a bad film it didn't kill it didn't kill the trilogy it didn't kill the radio star like you know it 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 solved it gave us what we wanted we haven't seen new star wars in a long time yeah. we wanted it yeah, yeah we, we wanted it, it. <laughs> i'll give you so, two billion reasons that we wanted it right they teased they, they, they teased knights of ren and they didn't give us anything about that so right well that and, oh, listen there's execution stuff for one. sure right the second one was yeah, that was Chekhov's Knights of Red. Whoa, whoa, what are you saying, Ken? The second one? Whoa, this isn't you. Is this? Yeah, the second one was just a and, little, little. And are you small. doing like Deion Sanders? Oh man, you know, you know I like Deion Sanders. You know, out <laughs> here. I, I just felt that the second film was a little bit. It didn't do what I wanted a second film in a Star Wars trilogy to do. So, Empire Strikes Back is supposed to be the, the 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 big one. That's you know the second film. Is supposed to be the the one that leaves you hanging, wanting more, and that it just Clone Wars. It just Clone Wars wasn't. I like Clone Wars. That was a great film. They're all great except for that. I don't even know what it's called. The Last Jedi. What a piece of crap. Whoa, you're dropping your rating for the Wow, no, hey, this is breaking news, guys. Stand up. I was breaking news, guys. I want to stand up for episode eight. There we go. That's what I wanted. That's what I was looking for. Where's where's those drops? Come on, man. Exclamation points over my mouth too. Can you do on, that? So yeah. on on record, you're really saying that, Ken? We yeah. MVP. We've heard yeah. it. Here. Yeah, I'm saying it's rough. Ken does not like the Last Jedi. Woo. It was rough. Because think you about it. Wait, wait. They, you like episode eight best... better than the Last Jedi? That's what you're saying. It, it, what is? Episode eight is better than Last Jedi. You're telling me. Uh. Yeah. Come on now. Oh wow, that's a hot take. I'm sorry, yeah, I can't do that. Rise of Skywalker. Oh, they, tried to, they tried to no. really bring everything back. They did their no. best. Do drink titty milk and eat. I'm done. I'm cool. Drop me out. I'm not. <laughs> we were drinking that milk since A New Hope. Oh yeah, we were drinking that at uh when it was Galaxy Batu, right, Ken? Yeah, that was. And of it with rum. I had the red. I know I had the the green and the blue, and they're both nasty. They well. The first one was. The second one was pretty good. Oh boy! Look Technically, at... all milk is anyway. Right. Anyways, I digress. But uh, yeah. 
you know. It's getting late, ladies and gentlemen. It's getting late. Sometimes the late show gets a little blue. Literally. But, um, you know, yeah, rounding off this week, I mean, I think, I mean, I can say this is probably one of the best. It's my favorite Mandalorian episode so far out of the three seasons we've had. Um, leaving us up for, I mean, uh, dramatic. And I feel like we say this like every season, but a dramatic finale, right? I mean, we've had our like Batman kind of our Adam West Batman moment with Bogotan and Din, you know, Din getting wrapped up like, oh, my God, somebody help me. And then they come kicking in the door, you know. So we've had our, like, our right. We've had our moment there that Dan has been captured. I mean, it's just it's setting up for and that's, an explosive that's gonna, fifty minutes. That you're you're going to see Grogu do what you want him to do, T Mitch. I yeah. think we will, and I yeah, think we will. will. I think we'll see him be a little yes, more capable. Yes, 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 yes. Kill, 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 kill. Will we see Tekoff Smithosaur? I mean, we have an episode left. We have a lot. Oh, a lot. Yeah. I thought that beast was coming up was going to be the myth. So I'm like, I'm oh my god! Right. Yeah, right. it was. Well, let's see. think about what that said. That's just some some random thing that they would hunt. Dinosaur, like, that's not yeah. the mythosaur. It's much bigger and scarier than that. And we know right. it's there. And we know that a certain tiny frog-like creature has a propensity for controlling other animals. Right. So we'll see what happens next. Right. The finale yeah, is going to be like over an hour, right? Hour ten. I don't know the runtime. I hope so. One, one can only hope they get Game of Thrones ish with this. You know, extend the episode time. Do us all a favor, Disney. Hour and a half. But Hour unlike Game of Thrones, use lights. Don't don't just fill the whole episode and have it just be dark. Yeah, right. Black right. screen. Like we would like some lights and be able to see things that are happening. So you can, <laughs> you don't skimp on the HBO skimped on lights that season. They should not yeah, have that done would that. be busted, man. Yeah. Totally. Right. But yeah, guys, I appreciate everybody, everybody again, you know, and we have one, one more go, so to speak, right? One more week for this. So, um, you know, until next week, guys, this is the way. This is the way. This is the way.